Top of the morning to you, Ash. Well, hello. Guys, welcome back to Big Little Life. I freaking love you. All right, Ash, first and foremost, bro- breaking news, biggest news story to come out in a long time. A Disney park has reopened, and this uh, it's the Shanghai Park. They're the first one to open after three and a half months, and there are a lot of things they have in place right now, which could be a foreshadowing of what will happen over here in the United States when Disney World and Disneyland open Florida and California. And I, I thought just... it was really interesting, so I wanted to read this, and it's happy and sad at the same time. At what point? Am I going to be able to go to the store and not feel like a piece of toxic waste material that people are shielding themselves from? I hated going to Costco. That's the first time I've ever said those words. I know. I hated it. They make you wear a mask. You just, well, it's fine to wear a mask, but like everywhere you go where you are, would normally interact with a person, there's a plastic shield. I've never heard it be so quiet with still so many people in there. It's just weird. Nobody's looking at each other, talking to each other. Everybody just thinks of each other as like like a disease that they could get and they stay away from. People like avoid eye contact, partly probably because they feel stupid wearing a mask. Also because Everyone's they just, just think just that you're going to... ashamed that they've come out of their home. Get, yeah, get like the sickness if you even look, kept, like catch eyes with somebody. It just feels messed up. And it, I don't know how much of it is an overreaction or not. I'm sure there are nurses in hotspot areas of the world listening, like telling me to shut up and other people who where it wasn't affected as badly are feeling the same way as me. So it maybe I have blinders on with limited vision here in Utah where it hasn't been that big of a deal, but I don't know. People in New York, I mean, obviously New York, it was like horrible. Yeah, it's like... So it's just... Eh. I don't know, but I'm just, what I'm really saying is I'm scared and that I am hopeful that this is over soon and life can resume as normal where people got good old normal sicknesses that our bodies were used to. They didn't die from so often. Right. So Shanghai. Shanghai Disneyland reopens with masks and social distancing measures. How do you do this? Let's find out. Is it just like a ruse of safety? I just don't feel like so many people can be in an area. Wearing so masks. get this, they're only at 30% capacity. Too, I know, but still sucks. like everyone's touching everything. And also from what I have witnessed at stores, people do not wear masks in the appropriate way. Or they take it off to put samples in their mouth or they take it off to cough or scratch their nose or whatever. And or, put to it back talk. <laughs> or to talk. Or okay. so many people just wear it under their chin. Like, like an Amish beard. Yep. That's what I started doing after a while because I got so annoyed of it. I just, it can't breathe. It sucks. Right. So we left. We left the store. <laughs> Thank you, Costco. All right. Shanghai. Overnight, the doors opened in Shanghai, Disneyland, marking the first of Disney's major parks to resume operations. It reopened in just the first phase, a careful phase, with visitors required to wear face masks, submitting to temperature screenings and social distancing. Shanghai Disneyland President Joe Schott walked down Mickey Avenue greeting cast members. Tickets for the reopening sold out in minutes. Disney did okay. It won't be business as usual though. The reopening is set to be cautious and measured phased event, prioritizing safety. 
We have cast members throughout the park. They're continually wiping down, making sure everything is as disinfected and sanitized as possible. Andrew Bolstein, SVP of Operations at Shanghai Disney Resort, said, Along with increased cleaning, the park is limiting total total attendance to 30% capacity. Temperature screenings and face coverings are required for all guests entering the park, and social distancing is enforced at all times. Whether it's at the main entrance, the attractions, restaurants, shops, everywhere you go, just give people space. Wow. They have announced a phased reopening of Florida's retail, dining, and entertainment center, Disney Springs, beginning May 20th. But that's just that's just the shopping and dining area. That's not even any of the rides. So that's like that's happening May 20th, but I mean, nobody I guess a few people go there, but still. Walt Disney Company said in a press release, a limited number of shopping and dining experiences that are owned by third-party operating participants will begin to open during this initial phase. The rest of Walt Disney World Resort will remain closed, including theme parks and resort hotels. It's just, that's not the magic of Disneyland. Nobody's interacting. Everybody has face masks on. It's just sad. But, I mean, at least they can go. I'm glad that people can go back to work. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. They've probably been waiting in Shanghai like a long time for that. Three and a half months, at least at Disneyland. Crazy? Yeah, it's just depressing. Yeah. Okay, you said you had another story. I do. (laughs) Belgians are urging their people to eat more French fries. Nice. (laughs) This is, I just chose this one because I wanted this to be an issue here in the United States that we had to take upon ourselves. I think it is getting to be that. Maybe. So... With potato farmers and processors struggling, Belgians are being urged to eat more fries to offset a slump in demand during the coronavirus pandemic. Belgium is the world's largest exporter of fries and frozen potato products. No way! Its processors converting 5.3 million tons of potatoes into fries. Yeah. I They just showed a video on this as I was reading it, and it looked like a toy dump truck picking up like a bunch of rice. But it was just a camera zoomed really far out with a humongous dump truck picking up potatoes. I had never seen so many potatoes in one place. Like, mountains of potatoes. Okay, 5.3 million tons of potatoes into fries. Mashed, mash, and crisps. Oh, crisps. crisps. Those That's are what French they call fries. chips. Oh, chips. And crisps per year and sending them to customers in more than 160 countries. I had no idea. Well, you. Heard, I thought it was Idaho. You heard it from us first. <laughs> Buy Belgium. more French fries. Buy more French fries, you guys. I know I'm going to. All I know is I've been to Chick-fil-A to their drive-thru and it does not look like people are getting less french fries. It looks like people are eating more Chick-fil-A than they've ever eaten before. The, there's literally always a line any time of the it day. It wraps around the store. <laughs> this reminds me, uh, I have one more. Okay. <laughs> uh, article to read. Oh, is this the pizza one? <laughs> yeah. Marketwatch.com. Papa John says April was its best month ever. <laughs> Pizza delivery and papadia flatbreads boosting sales. Papadia. Papadia. I don't know. I've never heard. What are papadias? I have no idea. Anyways, um, Papa John's International says pizzas and papadia flatbreads were flying out of its kitchens during the month of April, (laughs) driving record sales. I guess not everybody's been suffering during the pandemic. Well, just people are eating so much more pizza. Uh Uh-huh. My gym finally opened. Vasa. They said that, I don't know how, but they moved machines farther apart, I guess. And they just say to give people space and they have people cleaning down things. 
So the gym's open. You cannot do that at a gym. I just, I guess gyms it's better. Gyms are the most yucky, touchy places in the world. I guess it's better than nothing, but I still, it's definitely nothing's going to be perfect. I guess they're just, you just clean. It's better than nothing. Do you have to work out with a mask on? I hope not. They didn't say. Can you even do that? I don't know. I wouldn't work out if I had to work out with if a you, mask on. If you're like I don't trying to breathe out. hard because you're like exercising, that would just suck. I know. Your mask is all sweaty and goes up in your nose and stuff. Tell me. I would hate that. Anyways. Anyways. There's some news. What has been happening in our life? We got sick yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's Quarantine something we ate news. or it's just what happens to me every time I eat sour cream and I've been eating sour cream because you made chili and I just really, I don't know what it is. My body does not do well with sour cream. Well, that's not what it was for me because I was throwing up. So I woke up Mother's Day morning throwing up. Poor girl. Luckily though, I consider this a blessing. The It was just a like morning sickness thing. Not pregnant. Still have an IUD. Not pregnant. <laughs> No, it was just like a weird little bug where you just, I just, you know, was sick once and then I was good. Um, We finished Outer Banks, which is quite possibly one of the best dramas, mystery murder dramas I've ever seen. It was so good. It was so good. Great actors. It, it wasn't that long either, but it was kind of, it was long enough, like 10 I mean, it was episodes. long enough for us to stay up all it night. Was, it was for a, a few nights, yeah, that we watched it. Probably five nights. It, it just, over a span of a week. It just made me question like, well, A, everything. And B, I did nothing cool when I was a teenager. Like I literally did <laughs> well, nothing. Compared to them, nobody did nothing cool. Well, they're just like living normal Ain't life. Ain't nobody did no nothing cool, never. Maybe, I don't know, like beating people up, breaking drugs, laws, drugs. Maybe. Stealing from drug dealers, buying a hot tub. If anyone out there, if your life was anything like sort of in, remotely similar in comparison to the outer banks children's life children's <laughs> there were 16 <laughs> to, the, to the children there were 16 yeah 17 love stories murder just like finding treasure it's obviously i like recognize not realistic. how wholesome i was more and more as the Your years sweet homeschooled like, mormon <laughs> homeschooled on a fun day for me, I went to a church activity after canning vegetables at the local community <laughs> cannery with my mom. Yep. After reading a historical novel, like maybe I'll stop by the library. Maybe I'll get a diet soda from the gas station by my house. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sold, I went and picked, I would pick blackberries and sell them at the farmer's market. See, that's fun. Yeah, but it's not like oh, outer You came banks. across moonshine. Buried in your in your, yeah, but that's kind of like four hundred million dollars in gold. I didn't make moonshine. And that would have been more hardcore if you made it. Yeah, I like looked for turtles by the moonshine. Still, <laughs> I didn't do anything with the moonshine. Right. Uh, okay, Ash, I have some emails from some listeners that we need to talk about. Kay. All right, stay tuned for more Big Little Life with the Dashleys. All right, this email is from Anthony Neal asking for deployment advice. Hello, Dashleys. My name is Anthony. I am a staff sergeant in the Utah National Guard. Currently, I am deployed and will be spending this year away from my family, my amazing wife, Megan, almost three-year-old son, Archer, and almost two-year-old son, Grayson. 
My fan, my wife is a huge fan of you guys, and we really enjoy listening to your podcast while on car rides with our boys. I was wondering if you could give my wife some support by saying hi to her and the boys on one of your podcasts. I know it would mean the world to her. Thanks from Sergeant Staff Sergeant Anthony Neal. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, well, Anthony. And shout out to Megan and Archer and Grayson. Thank you guys for listening. Love having you with us. Yeah. Hi, guys. And thank you for your service, Anthony. That's awesome. Okay, Ash, there's one more email. <laughs> okay, this one is from Alexa, and she says, Hello, Dashleys. My fiance surprised me with a brand new pellet grill, and I'm totally intimidated and nervous. LOL. Is that a smoker? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, a Traeger or any smoker that feeds like wood pellets into it to create the smoke. It's like an easier form. Is rather she than, like, like a griller? Did she want one? Um, I, I guess. She's intimidated and nervous, but I maybe this is one of those gifts where the husband buys it for the wife but really he wanted to buy it for himself but now it seems like it was also a gift right or maybe they've been watching us and they've talked about it and then he just he got one just did because it. we talk about our tray grill all the time okay i'm not sure how to do all things pellet grill it's not a traeger but i was wondering if you guys had any dedicated posts recipes tips i looked around the past couple of days haven't found any we're having the moms over for a cookout on saturday and want to make chicken oh shoot that was that was yesterday I hope it went well. The next time you have a get, you have a get together, here's some tips, okay? Download the Traeger app. And I'm overwhelmed. LOL. Have a couple of help a couple of newbies out, please, if you have the time. Thank you, Alexa and Chris. Man, well, first off, congrats. That's so fun. And your cooking and your grilling will be forever changed because they are amazing and taste so good. What are your tips? Because I don't do this thing. Secondly, off, uh, the best recipes for grilling and smoking are all right in the Traeger app. And we're doing our best to find our favorites and little tweaks that we've put to them and put them on the dashleyskitchen.com, our food blog, but we haven't gotten there yet. We have so many recipes in so little time. Yeah, it's a free app and you don't need the Traeger. So all I would really... It helps if you have a Traeger because it like connects through your phone to your your Traeger and all that, but you don't need it. You don't need it. And then get like a meat thermometer. Yeah, so the biggest difference that... uh, So Traeger or no Traeger... Grill or smoker, friend or foe. Right. Male or female. Okay. Okay. You is to know the temperature of the meat inside. So I have a little a little th- probe that you stick in there, and it connects to my phone, and it just alerts me when it's reached the temperature that I want it to reach. I think you can buy third market. Like there third are third market ones, third party ones, and it's just a little little probe that comes that sticks in there, and you want to get it right in the middle of the thickest part. And then it just goes out the grill to like a little temperature thing and it connects to your phone and it just tells you, alerts you when it's done. Because so many of the recipes are like, once the meat has reached 200 degrees, spray with apple juice and s- s- put temperature up Or wrap it in butcher paper. Yeah. yeah. So all these things. And also grilling when I was growing up was just cook it until you think it's done or there's no pink in the middle. And hopefully it's not charred, burnt to death, super chewy like jerky. Usually is. And now that I've cooked chicken t- only until it reaches exactly 160 degrees, I take it off and let it sit for 10 minutes and then slice it. It is the juiciest chicken in the world. It's so good. So good. And then, oh, well, hamburgers, like you take it off when it reaches exactly 150-ish to get nice medium I can't inside. jump in and help and you on steak, this conversation. Like depending on where you want to cook it, you know. And so that is the biggest difference, along with just the nice smoky flavor. And the other thing, the seasoning, the rubs. 
Uh, Traegers are by far the best that I've used so far. The Traeger rubs. My favorite one for steak is just the classic quote-unquote Traeger rub. My favorite one for chicken is the fin and feather rub. And I just follow their chicken recipe on the app. They're all on Amazon too. Or Traeger.com. So, so delicious. And we go just, to Shields and get ours. Yeah, Shields or Amazon.com. And you can buy from Traeger too from their website and it is so so delicious so follow the recipes on the Traeger app they just redid the app actually it's so cool we have videos in there too you can set favorites it's really really nice uh-huh. oh we've also learned a lot from youtube there's a lot of really cool smoker people who do things yeah. on youtube Traeger's youtube channel is really good a detailed explanation by ashley <laughs> do it it's so fun and it tastes so good Good luck, Alexa. Happy for you. That's so cool. Okay, you guys, it's time for another round of You Heard It Here First. You heard it here first. Oh. Need a button for that. We should, because you hear things here first on the podcast more often than not. Mm-hmm. So Here's mine. I think, I think I want to move. I said it. We don't have to move now, but I think... This was a conversation Ashley and I had at two in the morning after finishing Outer Banks the other night. We were wide awake. Just, I just want... I love our neighborhood. I just feel like it's too perfect. I just want more space and and like space for a dirt pit for the kids and space like for field. I just want them to have wild space. So we would have to move far away from where we live now, like hours. And mm-hmm. I just want like, I don't know. I just want them to like be wild. And I don't want to be like, oh, don't run there. Like you're going to run over the flower beds or we're walking on the grass too much. You know, like I just want them to like jump out of our door and be able to walk for like three acres. That'd be so And cool. run on trails and things like run through the, the woods. Mm-hmm. I think I want that. And I think, well, I don't know when we'll move, but maybe next year. I don't know. If the housing market doesn't crash that a big that's a big one also we don't know where to move there's like dream places like dream dream places i was looking at hawaii this morning where are you was what'd you find nothing nothing in our price range (laughs) (laughs) well there are stuff in our price range but it's it's like like, a one bedroom no bath it's just like a wet looking like not in good condition looking shanty shanty yeah that's depressing maybe when you're in hawaii you don't care because you're in hawaii the outside is your living room I picture Jack Johnson. I don't know. He probably has a really, really nice house, but I picture him just being in like a little shack on the beach. No, he has with a nice, a nice house. chair. Dallin, he front. has a nice house. It's like a nice shack. No, it's like a home. Okay. Bucket list. You know, their house doesn't look like a freaking mansion on the outside, but inside it's just plenty nice. Mm-hmm. And they just have the beach right there. They have a sweet Land Rover and they just have some land right there and it's just on the beach. They, and they totally go remodeled. The yeah. yeah, they totally remodeled, but it's not like epic like towering house right no i don't want that yeah me neither i also think i want a smaller house than our current house yeah just like maybe the same bedrooms but just smaller ash and i cleaned out toys well mostly ash and me saying wow okay wow okay wow okay (laughs) toys that the kids weren't playing with anymore and it felt really good we just had we just had a lot of stuff building up in our house yeah I think we just have gone through this weird thing where... We donated them, by the way. We went from starving students to people who could afford things, you know? Um, 
And so we bought things and now I'm just, I don't want anything. Or I just realized like what, the pendulum is swinging. I just realized what makes me happy and it's not a big house in a perfect neighborhood. I kind of just want like a smaller house, like room for everything and maybe have an, a uh, like second building where we could build like a little office. Um, and then just like space to be wild. That's what I want. I don't know where that is though. Like it's hard cause we're married and we have family. Mostly it's hard cause we love our family so much. So like our dream places aren't by our family. So it's hard to make that decision cause we have, we have the luxury of that decision to, to choose between family and our dream place. Like most people don't even have that luxury. They just go where the, their job is. You know, we have the it's extreme almost, luxury of living wherever we want because right. we work. For but ourselves. it's almost a curse because the cool thing about jobs, like when Dallin was pursuing like a financial career, I was kind of excited to to kind of have to move around the country chasing the a better job here. And uh-huh. kind of like you don't have a choice and you just discover what's amazing about where you have to go. And we're just in this like we're like a deer in the headlights, not knowing which direction. When to everything go. is your possibility, it's yeah. kind of just like you don't do anything. So it's like unlimited PTO at Plural Site. Oh right, when Dallin, because we had unlimited PTO, you like always felt guilty taking it. it. Yeah, it's just like you would take it sometimes, but it's like there goes Dallin using his unlimited PTO again. You know, it's like I think even though it was a quote unquote unlimited. It was still like if you use more than two weeks, you got to get approval or something like that. Right. Well, yeah, it's just putting the power into it's, and it's proven that like companies with unlimited PTO, there are people use less PTO than if you have a designated like three weeks mm-hmm. or whatever. It's yeah, proven because if you were like you have three weeks and everyone's fine if you take this, you would just take it. Mm-hmm. Versus like we felt guilty for your paternity leave. No, not like guilty. We were just like it's just like I should probably get back. I don't know. I don't want to take advantage of this. Because I'm a good person. Yeah, you don't want to be the one to take advantage of it. Yeah. And ruin it for everybody. And a lot of people, so like personally, dream places, the coast of Washington, I think. (sighs) I found like the sunniest city in Washington. What was it? On the coast. I forgot. San Juan Islands? The San Juan Islands. I think we would be happy there. Um, The Outer Banks. In South Carolina? I think it's North Carolina. Just that area think we'd be really happy there tennessee i think you can get lots of land for not very much money which would be a dream situation and just beautiful i would love to buy like an old historical home in tennessee on like an acre or two that would be really beautiful um or 20 you know depending on prices right college station texas calls to me and then saint george St. George, though, is this weird place that we love, but it was like this place where it's not like lush and the dream dream. It's just this place that meets the minimum of all of our family location weather requirements. Mm -hmm. So we'll probably end up there, but... Ash and I both, when we picture our dream place, it has like big trees and lots of green. And if you know St. George... St. George is... Is a different beautiful. Is a different kind of beautiful with lots of red rocks and sand and uh, 
just you know it's hot. desert like desert. desert landscape but there's i mean there are people who have beautiful yards and trees and stuff and then there are houses with rocks in their front yard right. and it's just it's actually surprising like when you go where we live and look at just the natural like you know like the field with no one taking care of it it looks Doesn't very look similar much different. <laughs> to st george yeah yeah okay so you heard it here first that was ashley's mm-hmm. although we talk about that all the time i know but it's that's but just serious, the latest i think you read a bunch of quotes yesterday about being wild and free yeah well i've always you know i don't know i grew up that way it's just like this was a, such an, a beautiful exciting place coming from like if it was if it was just me and you i think i don't know though i think we would still you just kind of learn things about yourself when you have what you thought you wanted and you realize like you didn't want it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kind of yeah. like our neighborhood's kind of like a Stepford wife neighborhood where it's just like, or desperate housewives where it's just so perfect mm-hmm. that you can't really be creative. I feel like. I used to always drive through this neighborhood and be like, yeah, we did. This was like, our man, dream. Like the perfect, the perfect families all live here. Look at all these perfect houses, perfect yards, all these parks, lake. Mm hmm. Like, I don't think anybody has any problems in this neighborhood ever. <laughs> well, then, I think Dallin and I just want, like, it just to be us. I don't know, like, no rules. Like, there's a lot of rules. There's a bit, there's a lot of rules. A lot of rules. Big HOA here. Yeah, like, he wants... You can't well, do anything in your yard without paying $75 to have a plan approved by the committee. It's right. kind of ridiculous. So we live in sin and just do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. So we live in constant fear of being found out. New construction areas, you can kind of be wild and no one says anything because they just assume it's the builder doing it. Yeah. Okay. That was Ashley's. Mine is something that is going to be revealed in the vlog soon. But you're going to just reveal it now, right? But I'm just going to reveal it now in the podcast. I hate revealing things. I feel like a annoying youtuber like you'll never believe what i've done with my life i think if you're just being annoying about it then it's done but if you're telling a fun story that makes people engaged and excited to watch then i think it's fun right yeah so i'm telling you right now what it is okay we bought we've been talking about it a lot and no it's not a rv this is the first time we've bought something kind of bigger where one of us has been like i don't really want this but i want to support you so Ashley did it. Dallin she supported called my me dreams. a couple times and he was like, I don't know. I really love it, but I don't know. And I would be like, listen, if you want a hype girl, I'm not the one to call. <laughs> if you want someone to tell you to back out, I'll do it right now. But that was then, just me being a good husband. And then he would hang up. And we bought a razor, a Polaris razor, four seater turbo. It is so cool. That's it like, is so sweet. Also buying that, we're like, we don't belong in this neighborhood anymore. Yeah, with that, it's like... Dallin drives places, around. We need places to roam. He drives around and like... I just drive through construction dirt areas. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's places around Utah you just it gotta just drive It just doesn't like belong here. It's like bringing a lion... Into a zoo. Well, yeah, kind of, you know? Yeah. Like it's a wild animal. It just wants to go out and roar, mm-hmm. roam free. It needs a trail. Yeah. The one trail here um, is closed till June. Yeah, that's another fun thing. Like about really Northern closed. Utah. Like people, the the government, I guess, of our area puts concrete blockades on the trail so until June. Open. So we got here in Northern Utah, you got June through 
like September, October. I think Maybe. end of October. You got a solid four to five months where you can go ride the trails. I want to be somewhere where I can ride year round. I know. And that is St. George. I just drive it through the streets here, 25 miles an hour, and you just feel it wanting to roar. Go somewhere. Off road. Climb a rock. Yep. Climb a mountain. And that's when I knew. That what? That you want to move to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. We just moved here. It is weird. But it's life. It's like it's, nobody is required to live a certain place for a certain amount of time. You're learning as you go and you live your life. Life is short. There's a quote that says like nothing like the wild calms a, a child. And I think that's true. And I can't, I want, like I want that. And I know some people love the city or they love like neighborhoods. And I love neighborhoods too. I would just, I want a neighborhood by by like wild so you're still thinking you would want to live in a neighborhood, not like far out away from everybody? Because that's where I am too. I, I would like a neighborhood in a neighborhood with a little bit of bigger lot size because our lot here is like There's some really tiny. cool neighborhoods in St. George where they have like half acre to whole acre lots. And they are so like... So you still got space in your backyard. And they're butted up against BLM land. Yeah. That would, I think, kind of be my situation. Because be I still awesome. like, I really want to have community for our family Especially if we homeschool, I want to be really mindful about like being close to sports or close to extracurricular stuff or in a neighborhood with lots of kids and friends. So I think that's kind of the dream. Cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, we have a new thing on our vision board now, which is always fun. Yeah. Have something to look forward to and try to work towards. So we just hope we want to be here probably for another year. So we're, you know, like two years is a normal time to stay in a home. It's longer than we've ever stayed at a place. Seriously. <laughs> like apartments. We've yeah. moved like eight times since we've been married five years ago. I Sometimes I wonder if we should be like a wandering family. I don't think so. Cause I want a, I want to like, I want, I want like our place. Like yeah. if we ever are gajillionaires, I wouldn't want a huge RV. I would want like a cabin that we go to and have memories there and like, have roots there too. I wouldn't, I don't think I would want like a huge RV. Yeah. I would just want like our family cabin. Cool. Yep. And maybe like a vacation here or there every once in a while. Oh well, yeah. To like Airbnbs and stuff like that. I think I would want it in Washington. Your cabin? In dreamland. Yeah. Cool. It's not a crazy drive, you know? It's just, I, I picture it as more of a flight probably, but it, or because it is a really long drive, well, especially from St. George. It adds four more hours. I don't know. It's like 13 hour drive I from just St. Like, George. I like it there. So why not? It's so pretty there. Or we could have it somewhere else and just vacation in Washington. Or we could live in Washington. Aberdeen, Washington has has pretty good prices on houses. Pretty this good. This is making me want to go look some more. I know we're going to go if if the world ever opens up we're going to do like a make sure we don't want to live in Washington trip <laughs> and just like rent a car and stay in a couple Airbnbs I think it'd be maybe weird. we should do that for our anniversary I don't think Washington will be open for our, our anniversary my friend lives there and she says like Utah is well Utah still doesn't want you to travel out of state so yeah I don't think it that's will, a good point I don't think it'll be for a while dang well anniversary is on June 6th that is less than a month away now. And so I think we're going to have to stay here in Utah, which is okay. There's I want to go to Moab with our family. 
for our anniversary? Yeah, let's do a Moab trip with every all our kids. Oh. Or well, eat. I just want to do something with just you. Oh, I just figure because no one's babysitting because everyone's working. Maybe we can figure out at least one or two nights with just us, and then we do something else. Yeah. I don't know. I figure don't know. out something. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Uh, how are you guys doing? Send us in your thoughts about this podcast to hello dashleys at gmail.com and we'll save them and read them in the next podcast. Uh, we like this being a little bit more interactive. We, we love the interaction over on Taking Sides the Marriage podcast. We want to bring a little bit more of that over to here. You can also send us voice messages if you go to, uh, I believe it's anchor.fm slash big little life slash message. Seriously? Like that. No one's going to <laughs> something like that you go to anchor.fm slash big little life and then i think right there you can click on message and you can send us a voice message and you will we can play it on the podcast anchor.fm slash big little life um please go leave us a review if you haven't yet on itunes and google podcasts go join the facebook page and join the conversation there thank you guys so much for listening we love having you with us here on the podcast and we'll see you in the vlogs <laughs>